player hater mode activated. Today on the Player Hater Podcast, Mr. Player Hater takes the hater tour. This is where he calls into random shows on blogtalkradio.com. So without further hesitation, turn your headphones up loud, crank the volume to about 10, and prepare for the greatest podcaster of all time, the Player Hater. So here's what we got going on today on the Player Hater Podcast. As you already heard, I took the hater tour, and I called into three shows on BTR. One show I called into was called the TRS Show. It was a black military dude sitting around talking about the fact that he had a three-point plan I was going to save all black people. Yeah, well, it was my responsibility, you know, to call in and say, nigga, no you don't, and no you can't save all black people. So leave that shit alone. And then I called into Colin Nation, another fist-in-air type dude, where we found out that I really don't care all that much about black folks, and I really, truly, only care about my goddamn self. But we already knew that shit. And then I called into this show right here. This is the advice show. Niggas sitting around talking about dreads, braids, afros, and naturals, and why black folks ain't getting hired for jobs. So let's go ahead and get it started, yo. Area code 201, you on the show? Yes, sir, brother, sister, how y'all doing? What's how you doing? I'm doing okay. I wanted to comment about the uh, hair issue that you guys touched on a little earlier. And the point is raised, and I agree with her, that um, if you don't like the way white folks hire, as far as not one high Jews, dudes with dreads, and not one high braids and all that stuff, then the best option, I guess, is to start your own business, and I agree with that. And if you're upset that they're not hiring you because you have those hair issues or hairstyles, then um, maybe you should just conform. But then why should we have to conform when no other group has to conform? They don't I'll tell, uh, I mean, they don't tell Indians to bleach their skin and go from, from dark brown to white. Well, I mean, you're the employee, they're the employer. It's like if you had a business and you didn't want to hire somebody with a face tattoo, you wouldn't hire somebody with a face tattoo. How you gonna compare That's a face different. tattoo? You can't, I mean, you can't compare a face tattoo to a hairstyle. The point is, everyone has preferences. Their preference is to have somebody without dreads and braids. They're the employer. They can make that option. So you think it's right? No, nah, I'm not saying it's right at all. I'm saying if you don't like it, start your own business, as you suggested, and I agree. Start your own business, and that way you don't have to deal with issues like that. But if you're in the position where you can't start your own business, in the meantime, you got to do what you got to do. Cut your head. So, so in the mean, so in the meantime, you have to basically be discriminated against. But you see others, and now if they had a long hair policy, and that goes for everybody, then that's one thing. But when you say no dreadlocks, okay, now you're singling out one group of people. Well, I mean, what if you got a white dude? You got plenty of white folks with dreadlocks too, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not fact, defending them at all. I'm not defending them. I'm just trying to draw a parallel. It's not just a black issue. We're talking about hairstyles and this particular issue we're talking about right now. If the hairstyle is no dreadlocks, I would assume they would carry over the white folks as well, don't you? But you know, you okay. know. But then if it says no dreadlocks, no afros, no cornrows, and no mohawks, and that's their only their only rule. How many white people do you know that have cornrows and afros? Well, I think I we thought- already established the fact, at least you guys established the fact before I called in, that there's a bias, there's a prejudice. We already know that. 
And since we already know that, and you need a job, not you personally, if people need a job, you got to do what you got to do to get a job. Like I said, I understand everything you're saying, and you're in agreement with me about starting your own business, and we have to deal with that crap. But at the same time, if you do not stand up against that, then, you know, what's next? That's what I tell but people. How I mean, standing up against it, though, my question is how the people who need a job, but how can they stand up against it? They can't stand up against it if, not, if they have no leverage and no position. They can't stand up against anything. They need money, they need employment. If they had dreads and braids and the job you're applying for, don't accept people with dreads and braids and you got to cut your hair. You either go someplace like Burger King who really doesn't give a damn. So basically, what you're saying is conform, get a job. And that's it. No, nah, I'm saying that's the alternative. The first option for me would be if I wanted to keep my dreads, if I had dreads or an afro, which I used to have an afro, then yeah, I start my own business. If I'm in a position to do so, I'll start my own then. Okay, but if you're not starting a business, then you say conform. So why is it that, for instance, the gay community has not conformed and they stood up against people who discriminated against them because they're gay? Why is that? Brother, look, I mean, are we drawing comparisons or are we trying to solve the problem? I mean, are we drawing comparisons or what? I'll give you an example of somebody discriminating against somebody for being different. It, as a dreadlock is different than just like somebody being gay is different to some people, okay? And they stand up against people discriminating against them. Why can't a black person say, you know what? Or like, if I had to be in the national leadership, and I had to, you know, be the type of person, like, I had the power of the NWCP behind me, I would tackle that issue because that is discrimination. Because well, if they I don't fall, think that's a fair comparison, uh-huh. though. I mean, with all due respect, I don't think that's a fair comparison. You can change your hairstyle. You can't change your sexual persuasion. I used to work at uh, Red Lobster. I used to work at Red Lobster at uh, Queens Boulevard. As a, I was, um... oh, I served you. Good, good. Uh, no, no, I was a, I was a, I was a dishwasher. Just to scrape shrimp in the garbage cans and then load up the dishwasher, man. And that was my real job. I, was, I wasn't working my way through school. I wasn't working my way and telling jokes. That was my life. 1989, I was scraping shrimp, okay? And people go, Chris, how'd you end up like that? How the fuck did that happen to you? Minimum wage job? I'll tell you exactly how that happened to me. I dropped out of school in the 10th grade. Dropped out in the 10th grade. Which is the dumbest thing you could ever fucking do. You know why? Because when you drop out in the 10th grade, you really might as well have dropped out in the 2nd grade. Why? Because you qualified for the exact same jobs. Matter of fact, the person that dropped out in the 2nd grade is more qualified because they have 8 years of work experience. My thing is, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat what I said earlier. If you know going in that that's the policy, and you really want or need that job, then you you're gonna have to conform. Plain and simple. I mean, I'm not defending it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's the way it is. Again, if you owned your own business and someone came in that you weren't necessarily didn't think would be a good representation or reflective of your business, then you flat out wouldn't hire him. You could make up whatever excuse you wanted to make up and say, that's the reason you didn't hire him, but the true reason is because you didn't like the way they look. You don't want that person representing your business. That's the bottom line. So it's not to say that every black person that goes and applies for a job is going to get it. It is not to say every black person that goes and applies for a job is not going to get it merely because they're black. We don't know what the reasoning behind that is, why they didn't get hired. 
course you'll never know. I mean, because you say because you're black and you get into all kind of lawsuits and breaking federal well, I mean, law. It's and easy to say, yeah, but it's easy to say you didn't get hired because you're black. Anybody, we can always fall back on the black card. We can always say that's the reason why X, Y, and Z. That's the reason I ain't get hired. That may not even be the reason. Or maybe it is in some isolated incident, but that may not be the true reason why every black person who doesn't get hired doesn't get hired because they're black. You say isolated incidents? Like, let me tell you something. I'm not talking about people who go in there um, with their pants hanging off their behind and not going, filling out the application properly or nothing like that. We're not even talking about that group, okay? That group just messed themselves with. And, and really, some some black people can't fill out applications properly. Some black people cannot fill out a resume properly. And they, so they cut themselves off right off the back. And some do not dress properly for an interview. Awesome. Don't interview well. We know that. I know that. Yeah, you just brought up a good point. Exactly. That issue right there, and I agree with you. Not to cut you off, but I agree with you because of that issue right there. A lot of people just flat out do not interview well. It's like certain people don't test well. They may be smart as hell, but when it comes to taking a test, they become dumb all of a sudden. Or it's just something that they have issues with. They're challenged by taking tests. Same thing. Some people may be smart, have a degree, and all these other things, but just do not goddamn interview well. Mm hmm. Well, you know, one person asked, <laughs> that's funny, have you ever seen a, a real doctor with an afro and dreads? i actually seen a doctor with dreads. I sure have. What's the problem with it? The person that left that comment um, on Ustream, uh, what, he's supposed to mess with his ability to be a doctor because he has dreadlocks? I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand that. So you have to cut your hair like I cut my hair to do something. Now, would you have a problem with a doctor having dreadlocks? Doesn't mean. Yeah, you want to if your doctor, you know, oh, I say a doctor say, you know, hey, look, you, you know, you got an emergency situation going on. He's the best surgeon, you know, in the hospital, the best surgeon in your area. But he has dreadlocks. Would you like? I don't want him to operate on me because he has dreadlocks. Oh no, I don't have an issue with it. But you know, we ain't talking about me. I'm not an illogical person. I'm, I don't make yeah. right. I mean, nah. I mean, like you said, if all of those things he had all those credentials, he's the best doctor in the hospital, but he just happened to have dreadlocks. I'm like, doctor, do your job. This makes me well, brother. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, uh, brother, I definitely appreciate you calling, and uh, we're going to move on. All right. I appreciate you inviting me in. All right, man. Right now, Mr. Player Hater calls into the TRS show. Let's join the discussion as they talk about a three-point plan to save black folks and blog talk militants joining forces. Yo, this is Wade in New Jersey, a.k.a. Um, yeah, I heard you clip, and uh, I just want to get your opinion on that, because I think we've known for a while that white folks have a fear of black men and maybe even black people in general. Uh, so right. how do you feel as that sort of confirmed and validated our feelings, or how do you feel about that whole, what the white dude just said? Well, I mean, what I'm saying is that it does confirm and validate, but me personally, the way I look at it, is with, with what we're trying to do and, and the direction that we're trying to um, go in, I, I can't I can't focus on that because we got other shit to, to talk about. This is a, to me, this is out of the way. It's a non-subject. I don't give a shit about them. We need to concentrate on building. This is this is the way I, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. We need to focus on us, which is I know the objective of your show and many other shows like yours. 
And I don't have an issue with that. Uh, I think one thing I do have an issue with of shows like this, not necessarily yours, because it's my first time tuning into yours. Nobody really has a solution as to what we should do. Okay, I'm, I'm down with uniting. Not saying I'm going to be with you, but I'm like, okay, y'all unite. But what you going to do? So what you going to do? Well, well, let me let, let me pause you right there because this is what we uh, do over here. Is, is this is what the title of the show is talk with solutions? Is that we we always do try to pull out solutions in this show, and there's a lot of things that that we talk about that. Um, that could be used in our community. Let me give you the, um, for instance, every show I open up with the Talk Real Solution three-point plan to black empowerment and black financial freedom. And let me run them down for you. The first point is to get together with like-minded people. The second point is stop spending your money and save. Don't buy the Jordans. Don't buy the flash screens. Save your money in our community. The third point is as a unit, invest or save in a verified and trusted institution. A great goal would be for you to uh, start a black-owned business. And then on the website, I got a list of um, blank banks that you can click on. And whenever we start moving our money to these institutions, we can start practicing group economics in our community. And, of course, you know, these are all things that we do over here, but it's not taking a hold. So whenever you say there is not no solutions getting put forward, I would have to push back a little bit and say we offer solutions constantly. Oh, no, no. I mean, brother, and I appreciate what you're doing. It sounds, you know, commendable and everything. It even sounds positive to a certain level. Um, I understand. I mean, but it's, it's the same old thing, though. It's like everybody has solutions on paper. But, I mean, as far as getting everybody together to agree on this is what we need to do, come on, let's do it, that doesn't seem to be in action. Well, no, it doesn't seem to be in action. But, see, here's the part of the problem again. You know, we don't have a media outlet. We don't have anything that we could massively propagandize a whole bunch of people at one time. So what we can do is actually try to perpetuate these um, these examples of what we're pushing out here on shows like this right here. Constantly repeat it, constantly get it in the mindset of our people, and maybe it'll take hold. So that you, you're right, there is nothing happening, but there is something happening in a sense to where these messages keep getting repeated to people. Right, so you say you have a three-point plan, so I guess your three-point plan is more like a 50-year plan. Well, it all depends on what, let's say we're going to take, talk about hypotheticals here now. Um, let, let's say that we got a group that, that is in college that is interested in my plan, and their next step is to make some money. Of course, they're going to get together with each other, and then they're going to go into their careers and, and, and save the money that they need to start their business, right? So once they start their business, I mean, that's where, that, that's where the plan kicks in. So what I'm saying, it could be it could be a 50 year plan for the whole community, or it could be an individual plan for one person. I got you. Hey, you know, I got a suggestion. I got a suggestion actually. Because you know, even on Blog Talk alone, there are like dozens of shows. Not to diminish your show at all, because I'm not doing that. There's dozens of shows like yours, or similar to yours at least. Um, why can't all of you guys unite since you're all on Blog Talk to begin with, and just sort of put one big plan together instead of having these separate factions? You have one conglomeration of like black folks who are organizing to do stuff. You, you, you know what? Actually, we put something we put something forward like this earlier last year. It was called the um, Black Blog Talk Conglomerate Radio, and we were trying to get all the black people to come to this one place so we can have all kinds of uh, media outlets. But let me let me address your point. Um, and this is what I realized is that we are in different areas of the country, and we all do not have the same interests. Now, what does happen is the people that do have the same interests will, will, will more conglomerate to a show that they're, they're liking. As long as it's, it's a conscious show and it's pushing our community forward, I say let those brothers talk. You know what I mean? 
but hold on the line there, man. Um, New Jersey, I forgot you now. I think you said weed uh, for New Jersey. Yeah, it's not weed. I know it may sound high. It ain't weed. It's weed, brother. Weed? Yes, sir. Weed. Yes, sir. Okay, hold on, wait. You are listening to the most original, innovative, and progressive podcast in the country. <laughs> A very vaginative proposition. My man, that is to say prostitution pertaining to the cotec, you understand, of the argument. I myself have immunopatized my liquidation, therefore, ergo, i.e., that is the instigation, which is excessive cleavage, shall we say. Now, let's get back to the Player Hater Podcast. So what do you think, what, what do you think uh, was the uh, response to the situation? What do you think of, of the ultimate goal of uh, uh, black America? Say 30 years from now, let's say if you had to uh, have a plan and you wanted to get into the movement, right? And you say, okay, uh, what's your name? What's your name, brother? Oh, let's just call me Wade for the sake of giving me a name. Wade, okay, Wade. Let's say Wade, they said, we're going to give you Wade all the resources right now. The next 30 years... What do you see Black America doing right now? What, Wait a minute. Let me get this. They gonna give me personally the resources on behalf the, of the, the resources, and, or you're gonna be able to write the policy. You're gonna be able to write the policy. You know, this is what's gonna happen. Is you'll be able to set benchmarks, plans, this that you know thing. What was what, what what would you do? Yeah, see, that's a tough hypothetical for me because I don't care that much about stuff like that. Um, so I'm the wrong dude to ask. What would I do as far as situation like that because I really don't you're a real, care you're a real you're, you're, you're a real individualist you don't you, don't, you just care about yourself I told you that you brother care. I told you that up front I'm, I'm, I'm a real individualist I mean I care about black folks but I don't care that much <laughs> yeah so basically you're just like yo look you know it is what it is you know it is no, what it is I, I'm just gonna do me what I do I'd say let me hand it off to my assistant whatever your name is brother because it seems like you may care a little more than I do let him handle it all right, that's good. I can live with that. You know, I can I can live with that. At least, basically, you're honest about it. You know, I I, give, I have more respect for you than people who really don't give a shit about black people who always basically like Barbara uh, Holcomb said, throw a turd in the punch bowl and always trying to pontificate and basically uh, uh, yeah, uh, trying to me. undermine. Otherwise, yeah, you just me. listen back, listen. Like I, I don't, said earlier, I, I, I care. I care a little. I care a little. Just just enough. I care just enough for me. Um, I don't dislike black folks, of course not, I'm black, goddammit, but I mean, I don't care that much that I would want to become a part of the movement. Like I said, I don't think back in the day, even current day, I could be a part of any revolution because I don't care all that much. I care a little bit, just not so, that so you're, much. So you're, are you, you're comfortable with your lot in America? You're comfortable. Uh, you, uh, you live in New York area? I'm in New Jersey, yeah. New Jersey, okay. Well, North Jersey, uh, like I said, I used to live uh, uh, not too far from you, you know, I used to work in North Jersey years ago and when I and you can really in those little small cities and everything like that like Patterson uh, 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 Hackensack and all these other places like that you can basically live a comfortable life and basically you're around uh, different cultures and stuff like that you got a lot of uh, a lot of amenities 
And so therefore, it seems like then you see, you know, places like Camden, highest murder rate in the country, and you're like, well, well, this is how I can solve the problem with Camden. I just won't go to Camden. I'll be perfectly honest with you. When I drive to New York, when I will not even stop on that last exit, you know, that last exit by Camden and everything, the rest stops, I won't even stop in that rest stop. That's how much I, I loathe Camden, New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? So basically, you're saying the solution is be an individual and just uh, worry about yourself and take care nah, of your business. Nah, no, 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 I'm not saying that. No, no I'm not saying oh, okay, that. Okay, okay, no, okay, okay, I'm just clarifying. No, nah, you asked me a question. If I was put in a position to help black folks, what would I do? And I answered your question. Oh, you would do it. Make, you, you, you would do it. You would do it. You would do it. But you're not what? basically, you're not losing any sleep over uh, uh, the, the movement. No, not at all. Hell no. Tell me shit when I kick it Although lyrics is wicked It's all about the L's and how I lick it Or how I shot somebody in the mug With the slug leaving white chalk All over pitch black duck You couldn't tell me on the word of mother When I was 15 running around I was a real street lover On the corner house shooting the dice Laying up getting ice Talking about the heist GQ heading up the 125 Push up on the shorty looking live on the prize I couldn't get the time of day when I was little K Now you call me Buck so your lips wanna fuck Fuck to your head I know your X amount of thoughts But they call me Buckshot Cause I take no shorts Work to the shell around my chest Big up to all of my civil boy pond deck So if you see your big brother speak to that bastard I'ma hit him up with the plastic Yeah, I mean, just given the type of dude that you you say you are, and me being, you know, the dude I am. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you: Would you ever date a white woman? Uh, no. I mean, Why I'm not? not saying that in the few in the in the past in in the past I've messed around and just and I've, I've never been in a relationship with a Caucasian woman. You know, I've never. Well, no, me personally, because first of all, I, I'm the type of person that basically when I'm with somebody you know i if i can't bring you out in public and say this is me and you this is my uh my girlfriend whatever like i can't do that you know i have a lot of white female friends that i know and i can't even i don't even like going publicly because people look and people say, well you care i do care you know and basically and i'll be honest with you i'm not a racist nothing like that and it doesn't really bother me when i see black men white women and i know men men but I, to this day, I have never, I, have, I cannot watch the image of a white man kissing a black woman on, on film. You know, I've never seen the movie Monster Ball. That movie uh, uh, where Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner won't see it. You know, I cannot even, if, white, if I see any show where I see a white and black, a, a white man and a black man, a woman, I'll turn the channel. And I never knew I was like that until a few years ago. You know, I would just get up and turn the remote. You know, I can't watch this. I don't know why and everything. Maybe I need therapy or whatever like that. But I cannot watch the image, you know, of a white man with a black woman. That that right there bothers me. I I don't know why. I don't know oh, if, if I'm racist not, I mean, or whatever I mean, like I that. But something bothers me about that. I think we can figure well, out why. I mean, a lot of reasons why when we harken back to slavery and all that time. I, oh, I'm pretty sure. Maybe that's that what it is. Maybe 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 that's what it is. You know, maybe that's what it is. Something goes through me. You know, when I see that. 
Yeah, I mean, you it's know, almost like in your mind, it's almost, I'm not to say I know what's in your mind, but just, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this is what you attributed to. The fact that the white man, even present day, is, is taking advantage of us. And all you can envision is this white man taking power. advantage it's of your it's, 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 First of all, it's natural for people to be, men are natural territorial, right? Men are natural territorial. When you see black women and your sisters and everything like that, you know, they're raised in a black community, right? I see my sisters, my mother and uh, my cousins and everything like that. And those are the people that you, that, yeah, that always look to you for protection and everything. And I'm looking at people, white people, like, okay, you guys are the people that, that are antagonists, are, are doing all the stuff to us and everything. What the hell are you doing with one of our women? You know, you're coming into my space. You know, that's just, that's just, that's just natural. Now, what I, if I see, you know, a, a, a couple, an interracial couple in public and everything, white, I'll, I'll, I'll treat them with respect. I'll say, okay, you know, that's what it is, what it is. You know, but I'm not going to cheerlead for it. And uh, what I, I hate the fact that when people uh, will say, well, a few years ago, black men, uh, 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 it was an achievement that white men and black people were able to marry each other. How, how was that an achievement? Why should I be jumping up and down for that? This is Jumping the Ignorant Show. You're listening to my favorite show, the Player Hater Podcast, the realest show you're ever going to hear. This is my dude. If you fuck with me, you fuck with the Player Hater. So check it out. Just enjoy yourself. Just listen to a great man having a great conversation. This portion of the show is dedicated to old school hip hop. So kick back. Relax and enjoy some classic rap songs as we get right back into the conversation. Some people give a damn. And the people that go outside of the norms, right? You basically are going outside the norm. And you want everybody else to say, okay, see, there's a difference between tolerance and acceptance. Your interracial dating, I'm tolerant of. Don't mean I accept it and I don't, it's none of my business anyway. But I'm tolerant. If I saw you in the mall, whatever like that, hey, I'm tolerant. That's what you want to do, go right ahead. But don't ask me to stop saying, what people want is their comfort. The, the people that do, the 3% of people that are involved in interracial relationships, the 3% of people that's involved in homosexuality, the 3% of people that smoke marijuana, want everybody to conform to what they do. You are the exception. Oh, 90% of black men yeah. do not date white women. You are the exception. You know, when you're an exception, you got to respect the majority. And then basically, you're like, there's something wrong with black America. There's something wrong with white America. They're racist. No, people are where they are. The majority of white people, 99% of them, are never going to marry a black man. They don't give a shit about you. They're going to basically, they want to produce blonde, blue-eyed babies. And so the majority yep. of black people are the same way. Same with the Chinese. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to preserve their race, their culture, everything. Like, let me give you an example. This girl, they, they had, uh, they're trying to attack Japan now. There's a girl in Japan that uh, that's half black that, that was nominated Miss J- uh, Miss uh, uh, Jap- J- Japan, right? And there's a little uproar, even though Japan's uproar saying, "Well, Japan's always been known as a homogeneous society, right?" So now they're telling Japan, "Oh, we gotta move past this homogeneity and bring Miss." So wait a minute here. You mean the Japanese don't have a right to preserve their race and their heritage and their culture? You're gonna impose uh, 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 mixed race kids on Japan? What did they do to what did they do to deserve that? So Japan as we know it, the beautiful culture that we all love and we're not it's supposed to just disappear to accommodate uh, a few people 
uh, you know, the few people over the majority. And this is what I'm talking about even with civil rights. A few people benefited from civil rights and the masses got to suffer for it. A few people benefit from integration and the masses got to suffer for it. A few people benefit from war and everything and the majority got to suffer for it. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, brother, can I make a point real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say something. Because um, you touched on the fact that, um, you know, respecting choices and all other stuff. I respect your choice. The fact that you've mentioned, at least at this point in your life, that you can't be out of, seen out in public with a white woman in that kind of way. No, I, I respect that. Right. And I, and I totally, I disagree with it, but I respect that. And the thing well, with I mean, me you, is... You understand that's the norm. You know, you know, you know that, you know, that the vast majority of black men are like me. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. But just because it's the vast majority and it's the norm doesn't make it right. Majority it's not in my life. Majority I play by different rules, though, rules. Brother, brother. I play by different rules, though. I think you should know that by now. I play by my own rules. Right. And, and, and look, like I said, there's room for you to do what you want to do. But what, what I'm saying is this. What I'm, and this is not just you. It's just all these people that I have this debate with and whatnot. They are not satisfied until they conform everybody to their way of thinking. No, the majority of people are never going to be cool with... I'll never, never be cool with seeing uh, a black girl. Or majority of black men are never gonna be cool with seeing uh, sisters dating a uh, white man. That's never gonna happen. In a million years, it's never gonna happen. And the majority of white men are never gonna be uh, cool with seeing uh, 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 white women with black men. It's never gonna happen. And I agree with you. Ne- I agree with you. It's never gonna be cool. I agree with you on both sides. It's never gonna be cool. But I mean, it's like it's not gonna stop it from happening. You still gonna see white dudes with black chicks. It ain't gonna stop happening. Hey, this is Butterfly Jones. I'm checking in with the Player Hater on the Player Hater Podcast. You can check me out at butterjones.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-J-O-N-E-Z. I have my blog on there. I'm giving you players tips on how to hustle, how to pimp, how to play, how to match. You can also check me out on Twitter at butterjones.com. Remember, I am the female Mac, the world expert on games. Is the image, water is the reflection Keep your mind pointed in the right direction Don't reach for nothing less under perfection Affection, affection, affection I sharpen iron and men sharpen men And all good things must come to an end To an end, to an end You're not gonna build no black black nation uh, 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 compromise, you know, because that's what it is. I mean, it's know? not about uh, compromise. Though. I mean, I don't think it's about compromise. No, in other words, basically, in other words, basically, you know for a fact that most interracial couples and everything, they basically promote this. We all should get along. We should all be one race and all this stuff like that, and uh, uh, the color blindness. Right. Well, no, I don't believe in all that bullshit either. But I ain't trying to make no babies. And even if I were to have a beige baby. You know, it'd be a little light brown nation instead of a dark brown nation. That's okay. Oh, it's like this. Well, wait. But <laughs> oh, you're funny. Ancient old work more than gold. Cannot be bought, cannot be sold. Cannot be pushed, cannot 
heavy lift and I'm telling you, you got a whole lot to deal with in this world of all rivers. Like they used to talk proper, but now you're cursed. The sun used to shine from day to day. Now the whole universe is filled with grace. No friends, children, family, nor wife. And disrespect is the way of life. You wanna go sing, no, don't need no airfare. Just close your eyes and then you're there. But if you go, come right and exact and remember, there's no way back to close your eyes, live in hate and despise all those girls and all those guys who told you you never had stars in your eyes. This is your destiny. Yo, before I break out, just want to let y'all niggas know, I am available once again on iTunes. For a long time, they deleted my shit and you couldn't find it. But now you can find my shit once again with a brand new feed on iTunes. Yeah, just go to iTunes and do a search for The Player Hater. You can download this episode plus all the other brand new episodes of The Player Hater Podcast. So if you got iTunes and you want to download my shit, just go there and do a search for The Player Hater. Alright? Alright, Joe. Until next time. Let's keep your hater. Fuck you, nigga. You's a motherfucking player, hey. Hey, 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 hey.